Hello and welcome to the State of the Republic podcast. Today we actually have a special episode. Uh, not so much New Republic news, but you know we're, we're going to actually go through a lot of moments that we are really thankful for in this year that although it brought us a lot of abnormal things, I think there is a lot of really good things that we definitely appreciate from this year. And so a part of our list today is going to be uh, things that we're thankful for personally and also things that we're thankful for that the Republic did uh, during this 2020. So before we get started, I'm going to introduce our co-host for today. And first, I want to introduce our podcast mom. Um, or that's what she was called in our other podcast and with this new podcast. She's still our podcast mom. Thank you for joining us today, Sharon. How are you doing? Thanks for having me, Luis. Uh, love being here. Um, I'm looking forward to helping out as often as I can with the upcoming podcasts and you know, looking forward to the holidays and all that other good stuff. Yeah, oh definitely, yeah. Well, it's much needed holiday and uh, you know, it's I think it's it's a good holiday for us to reflect all the things that, you know, again we went through this year that we're actually good. So that there is there is something good <laughs> as much as people think it, it was a really um, bad year. Um, and let's go next with uh, my usual co-host, Michael. How are you doing, Mike? I'm doing well. Hope you guys are doing well. Um, yeah, it's interesting. It's, it's a u- very unique holiday season this year. Um, trying a lot of Zoom calls with family and things of that nature, making sure I get to... Uh, see my grandmother and all uh, all my folks out in Modesto or overseas or whatever. Um, it's going to be different. It's a, it's a little sad, but it's still nice that we're, we're making it work. If, if you want to see your family, you can find ways to make it work. Um, but yeah, I'm doing well. It's been a, a busy, busy day. That's good. Yeah, no, we, we've definitely become experts at Zoom, uh, Mike, too. And, and, and as you know, with the podcast recordings and with other podcasts we've had, we recorded so many different times and I'm sure people in their uh, work, in their maybe own personal usage, they've gotten to be experts in this uh, Zoom platform. And it, it is a really good, good platform that continues to be updated. And they they just, they did a lot of great things. So shout out to, to Zoom for being our, our official uh, podcast recording provider too um but yeah if you're going out stay safe because you know we are we are seeing the numbers increase but if everyone does their part uh, we we should get through this uh, uh pretty good so hopefully so so who would like to get started first i, I know mike you you had a couple maybe other ones that you wanted to add uh, i don't know if you wanted to Get some more time to add those, or if you wanted to. Um, I mean, I can I can start. It sounds like you guys have got a few more than I do. I'm kind of <laughs> interested to see what you have to say. But uh, other than the, the the simple being cheesy, um, I'm I'm thankful keeping it republic um, centric. Obviously, for the the friends that I've made through uh, the battalion, through just going to games. Um, obviously this podcast and meeting you guys, that's, that's awesome. Um, and just having people to talk to about the game. Um, the, uh, 
I'm thankful for being able to make it out to opening night because little did I know that was going to be the last game for a while. And it was such a good time. It didn't end the way we wanted it to with the tie, but it was, it was a great game of fun. Got to see Skundrick score. Um, I think uh, another thing that I'm, I'm really thankful about is um, a, a little more personal um, seeing uh, Cam get that, that uh, 50th, 50th goal. Cause I know how hard he works since the age of like 10 years old, running around with a soccer ball, two sizes too big for his feet. Um, and now to see him go and actually make it like telling everybody, I'm going to be a professional athlete when I grow up. And then he did it. That's, that's awesome. I'm, I'm thankful that I've gotten to experience that and, um, see someone that I, um, have spent some time with go and achieve their dreams. That's, that's awesome. It, it makes me want to go and do bigger things myself and dream bigger. Um, seeing him able to do that makes me want to do the same. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just really thankful to, uh, be able to come to the podcast and talk to you guys and get away from the, uh, the, the epidemic a little bit the pandemic every once in a while, just take my mind away from it. It's, all over the TVs, and then you've got the the voting catastrophe of things going on, and just getting away from CNN and Fox News and MSNBC and all that, and just coming back to sports, something that means a lot to me and that I really appreciate and gives me a, a break from reality every once in a while. Uh, I need that. I, I, I really appreciate it. Uh, what, what about you guys? I'll let you go, podcast mama. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Michael, those are really um, nice introspective and retrospective, um, thankful, you know, notes of gratitude. Um, yeah, you know, having sports on television again in general has been great. So I am very similar to you. Not only the first match of the season, but the preseason game that we got to go see. I mean, all of that was just kind of a blast in it my sister went with me and, you know, we just, she and I just have the the best of times whenever we, we go. So it was, it was really nice to do all that. Um, the other thing that I was really grateful for, you know, is the, the players seem in the very beginning when we first started to really want to start to engage with, with the fans. And I knew how tragic it was when COVID first hit and one of our players was, taken ill, you know, caught the, caught the stupid bug and recovered, of course. But I was glad that none of the other players, we really didn't see that many fall prey, which meant that the players were being very good and very smart about their connections. And I was very grateful to see their intelligence in approaching, you know, their own health. That, that to me meant that they cared about others and they the other thing that I noticed was we had some really fun events prior to the season starting, like the seat relocation event. That was a blast. And I could tell that the Republic were gearing up to do more things like that, to do more functions, to bring the fans together with and without players, just to have some fun and to engage with the wonderful staff that they have. That seat relocation event was a blast and I would love to see more. 
The other thing that I noticed that the Republic did a little bit differently this year was how they um, expanded some things online. They changed some things that they did, like they expanded everybody's history, which forced you to read them all, which was a, um, a really cool thing. And the other the other thing that I saw that um, was kind of nice this year, and, not, and it's become and it's because it's so much more popular to do podcasts now. Is um, Connor Sutton, you know, hosting the Breakaway and letting us kind of dive deep because he can ask some questions that others really can't. And he was he was he was good at asking some some questions of people and players. And and then when we had to switch to the Zoom format for the um, tailgate parties or whatever you want to call what we were doing, um, fan the fan fests, we we're all on Zoom, and it, he was either reading the comments during Facebook Live or interacting with us and everybody on the Republic and everybody who was on these um, Zoom chats during, you know, you're sitting there watching the game on TV, but you didn't feel like you were alone watching the game on TV at home. You know, um, you actually had like this little cadre of people (laughs) sitting off to the side on your laptop watching with you and we were kind of doing notes in the chat and it, it really did help even though there weren't always a ton of us on um, I think initially there was but there were some hitches you know there's always hitches with zoom people unmute themselves and then you hear weird noises but other than that you know I was real grateful that they did all that for us you know and and watching the recoveries of not only um, you know Shannon but uh, our our goalkeeper that got injured and um, Juan Barona, you know, he, they made some incredible health and injury recoveries. And a lot of that was because of Katie Norton and um, the, the folks at Results Fitness and Luke Rayfield and, you know, Betty Ol- Olmeda, and, you know, they just, they did some really good stuff. Um, just really grateful. And then really grateful that they, the, the players, cause you know, I organized three kind of gatherings of fans, maybe it was four, who knows, uh, was it two send-offs or three send-offs and then one homecoming? And it was just fabulous to, even though it was COVID and we we're all distance, we did the right things just to have the players know that we were there for them and seeing their gratitude made us feel grateful that we had them. You know, it was like, you just need that touch, You not physical, but you know, that just knowing that somebody knows you're there and, and they know we're here. And, and that was a, that was a really, really sweet connection. So I'm pretty much out of uh, the gratitude jar. Those are, those are the big pieces that I would put it. And on top of that, you know, you guys and all the other, you know, folks that I've met through podcasts and Tower Bridge Battalion and the fan zones. And it's just, it, there is a lot to be thankful for in retrospect. Yeah. What about you? Oh, just real quick. I was going to say, I agree with you completely, Sharon, um, as far as they've done a really good job um, with uh, making the, the Republic feel a part of the community. And that's, that's a tough thing to do. Um, that's, it's not easy. Uh, I don't necessarily get that from all of our sports teams in Sacramento, but the Republic have, and I think with, even with COVID, like they, they could have given up and said, all right, we'll try all this again next year. But they, they looked for ways to try to make it work. And I, I couldn't agree with you more. They've, they've really given this, this team as well as the city of Sacramento, like a sense of community, a sense of bonding that the team wants to see us succeed just as much as we want to see them succeed. 
So I, I couldn't agree with you more. So yeah. Luis, what, what does your list look like? Curious to hear what you thanks, Mike. That was that was good. Yeah, so my list is uh it's really detailed, I gotta say. <laughs> um but I guess before I do my list, just to give some commentary on on both of yours list, I think it's it's awesome. I mean, there's there's a lot of things, right? That in retrospect we think about and we really appreciate those, those moments, right? Especially the moments that happened uh, before COVID too, right? Where maybe we didn't or we took things for granted and we thought, oh yeah, well this is always going to be this way, you know we. <laughs> We've been watching Republic games like for what six years, and uh, it, you know nothing's gonna change, right? Like uh, unless there's a weather delay or something else, you know, no game is gonna get canceled. And so, it, it definitely helped us really appreciate more. And you know, every every time we go to a game and and whatnot. But yeah, I, I thought that was great, Michael. I'm glad that you were able to go to that first game. Sadly, I I only went to the the last uh, preseason game as much as I wanted to go to that first one but you know i'm glad that you got to go to that one because i know that you don't always have that opportunity to be able to go to a game so it's good that you went to it and uh yeah sharon those watch parties were were good i think i think i actually enjoyed the fact that 100 200 people didn't decide to join because all those zoom watch parties would have been something else i think it would have been really loud and <laughs> nobody would have been able to really talk or ask a question to the um halftime guests that they had sometimes which that i gotta add that to my list i'll just say it right now too that that was really uh, a neat thing that they uh included but yeah it, it was definitely a good way to to feel like you were at the game without being at the game but you still have that like fan interaction and you could still make comments and whatnot uh only sad part was that for those of us who had espn plus we were watching it on a delay so we go <laughs> that's why i tried to not even like look at the screen while the game was going on i was like i'm not looking but of course they recorded the part where they scored the goal and so there was like two times where like you would just see me stare at the screen and everyone is like or most people were like celebrating and so <laughs> that that was definitely something else but um yeah other than that those were uh, pretty good. I remember, I remember Luis and I remember <laughs> during when we finally figured out that there were people on different um, times, you know, uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> minutes in the game and a Amy Hanrahan, she was always ahead of us because she was on the antenna versus on, you know, like DirecTV or ESPN plus. And then it was like, we would just wait for you to catch up because <laughs> you were always like you and anybody on ESPN plus were the um. last ones to hear about a goal, either for or against or a bad call or something like that. But it was always, we'd always have to watch Amy and it was like, Oh, Amy, I guess we got a goal. <laughs> Although the, there was one time I forgot what game it was too, but it was like towards the end that I was like, you know what? I'm gonna start looking at the screen, and if I do see like them celebrating, I'm just gonna celebrate, even if I don't see anything. And I actually did celebrate, and I was like, "Well, we probably scored." And I'm hoping. I mean, I'm seeing people like jumping up and down, and like just like clapping and all that. So it must have been good. And so uh, that did yeah, happen. Yeah, because. I, I did. <laughs> Because we got televised and there were like so many times where there was like two people all excited and the rest of us were like staring. <laughs> it was like because we hadn't seen it yet. 
yeah it was yeah it was it was definitely something else i i, I always great. said it, it made it seem like we were sad that we scored right that we were like oh no there goes another republic goal <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that's that's right. And I, I think I still have some of those, you know, those broadcasts because I usually save the USL games for a while. And because I ever want to go back and look at them, I should go back and send, do a screenshot of when we're all like sad and the goal was scored. And there's like two people that had seen the goal already and the rest of us were sad. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, if you if you happen to have some of those, uh, it'd be nice to share them with people so everyone could see that. I think I I took a picture once too, and I took a picture of uh, the the two times they put my tweet up on the screen too. So th- those two times were uh, interesting. Well, one time I I think it was a game against Tacoma that I think I predicted a five nil, nowhere near near a five nil, <laughs> and and there was another time where I think I, I predicted a win and I got it right, and so I felt really good about that. And uh, but yeah, there were two interesting uh, times there. Um, so for my list here. Uh, I separated it into two, of course, Republic. I, I really went detailed on different things that the Republic did. Uh, but I'll first start with uh, my general um, thankfulest year. Uh, well, want to thank everyone who takes the time out of their day just to listen to me, to Podcast Mom, to Michael, to Danny, to guest, anyone who is on the podcast, the uh, you know, it's it's something that we all really appreciate, and it's something that yes. before this year, I I never imagined. I don't know about you all, but I never imagined that we would have so much support from the community that we would have people actually listening to us, subscribing to us, and it happened so quick with our other podcast, and it's happening pretty quick with this one too. Even though you know we just have a couple of ev- episodes up, and it's it's something really really great, and you know we. We just, you know, we're just really thankful for that. And the, the podcast isn't, you know, something that is a job to us. We're not making money off this. We're just uh, doing this uh, as a hobby because we enjoy talking about Sacramento and about our local Central Valley soccer and getting to learn, you know, who our next uh, local superstar will be, especially for uh, the MLS. And so it's it's something else to, to be able to have this uh fan base who you know uh, follows the podcast um also wanted to also thank the people who have been on the guests who again you know they take time out of their day to come on and uh tell us their story tells the story of their club their organization uh, if it's a player telling us their career and all that you know it's it's really cool and we're really happy that we're able to have that platform where anybody can come on and they could tell their story and more people can learn about, you know, their history of their club, of their organization, of their business, of why they support Republic and, and all that. It's, it's really cool to be able to deliver the, those stories uh, to everyone. Also want to say thank you to our podcast hosting provider, Pinecast, because uh, when I first started uh, podcasting, uh, I actually have uh, other podcasts as well that I've done and uh, and that I'm currently doing as well. So currently I have three active podcasts, another one for college students, and then another one for uh, fans of the Sonic video game series. <laughs> so uh, I keep pretty busy in the podcasting world and Pinecast has actually allowed us to um, keep this really awesome deal per month that 
had I joined uh, two days after I joined back in January, I probably wouldn't have gone. And so, you know, they, they've helped us save some money because the, their uh, membership plans have, have gone up and they've allowed us to, to keep that uh, lower price plan. So thank you so much. And if you actually want to start a podcast, uh, check out Pinecast. Uh, they are actually a really good uh, hosting provider for your podcast. So with that being said, uh, let's move on to my detailed list here of uh, Republic stuff. I actually have 10 items here, so, so you guys can can know. They're not ranked <laughs> so, in any particular so Luis, order, though. Do we need to go get a cup of coffee <laughs> to stay awake? Just kidding. <laughs> it's like, uh, how? <laughs> I, I do have to agree with you, though, Luis. It's... This, this podcast yeah. has been pretty amazing, man. Um, to be able to have interviews with, I mean, the, one of my personal favorites, uh, Kiffy, that was, that was pretty awesome. Um, U.S. men's national team players, Heath Pierce, uh, A.J. Delagarza, like players that I've been watching for years. Uh, it's, it's been pretty awesome. I mean, Brandy Chastain did an interview with just some local guys from Sacramento. That's wild. Um, it's it's pretty awesome, man. It's I I I've got to say I, I really appreciate it. It's um it's really cool to be able to have these connections with people, um, including the ones that we haven't uh, necessarily had for an interview yet that we're still working on. Uh, they're heroes of mine, I guess. Mm-hmm. Athletic heroes of mine. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah, you know, and and that's that kind of comes around, Michael, to say thank you to Luis and and you know all the the work that goes on behind the scenes to secure um, all Most of time. yeah all of the reasons to have these podcasts <laughs> and you know if it wasn't for the passion and I know that's one of the names of your other podcasts that's included <laughs> in it if it wasn't for your um, if it wasn't for your passion you know it, it, where would we be you know it. it <laughs> you've you've done well you all have done well and that's commendable and appreciated uh looking forward to see all the variety that we get to um experience coming up because there's so much going on in you know the world of soccer and it's great yeah the uncut and the um cut dom interview there you go (laughs) yeah oh yeah those were uh good times (laughs) I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My, Michael knows that first time. That was his first interview. <laughs> um, that was my first interview ever. <laughs> and it was the wildest experience. I love Dom. He's great. But everything is straight off the cuff with that man. God, God bless Dom. He's he's amazing. Yep. You just never know which Dom you're going to get, but you always get Dom. Yeah. No, it, it's amazing when you you speak to a player that, you know, when he turns 60, 70, he's still going to want to be out there playing. And I'm like, that, that is, that, that is amazing, respectable, like really, really cool. Um, but yeah, no, it's, you know, it's been really amazing because I always say this too, but you know, we, we've been going through this pandemic and whatnot. And at the start, you know, there was a lot of uncertainty and, and a lot of people were like, you know, how long are we going to go through this and whatnot? But for us in the podcasting space, it it really allowed us to talk to so many different people and more people are available, right? Because there's not that much going on. And of course, now's a good time to 
storytell and, and all that and talk to other fans and all that. And, and so it, it has been really cool to be able to say like, hey, I'm, I'm talking to professional players, to people in organizations, to local uh, business celebrities, right? Like Mikuni, who's really amazing. It was a really funny interview. Um, and it's really cool. It's really cool that, you know, we, we've been able to form all these connections in this short time. And, you know, they, they have nothing but great things to say about, you know, those interviews and, and all that. And, we, you know, we hope to have some of them back on on this podcast as well and and to be able to talk more soccer because there is always something to talk about like you said Sharon and the the future looks really bright for the Central Valley and and soccer as well and if y'all listen to the previous podcast episode we we interviewed um Michael Rocha from Academica Soccer Club MPSL team in Sherlock it's amazing the things that they're doing there for for the club that is in a small town like Sherlock, they are really they really have like a, a big club mentality, and so it, you know that there's a lot of stories like his around the Central Valley, and for us to be able to show those stories or to I should say to deliver those stories via audio format for people to listen to is is really amazing, and so um, yeah, that was actually a really good interview. If you guys haven't heard that one yet, but. Yeah, so without um, further ado, like I'll actually get started here with the Republic list. Uh, I do have to say, though, it's not actually ranked in any particular order. So <laughs> uh, it's not like it's number 10 or number one. Like, no, all, all these were amazing things. And I could not rank these things because they're all really great. So the first thing, uh, this one's actually for Podcast Mom. Uh, for actually doing those game send-offs. And for everyone who actually got the chance to actually go out there, I really wish I would have been able to make it out there at those times, but it was something really good. And I, I'm sure the players really appreciated that. And it it's a good feeling for players to be able to still see fans and you guys were still uh, safely doing so and, and, you know, making signs. I saw all those things and all that. And, and you guys did it in a really good creative way, right? Just parking on the side you park in different points so they kind of see different fans and all that and you're really socially distancing and it it was good you know it's it, i i really appreciated that and uh thank you a lot for for taking that initiative to to do that it was it was really it made me feel good you know to make other people feel good and i think you know when you put your others above yourself um it it just it's the best thing ever and that was just one of the reasons why we did it was be able to see each other, number one, and then be able to just help our players get that little boost. You know, I was reading something that Roro had written. Um, he said, we need you fans. We don't feel you. We, we need to see you. And when I read that, that's mm -hmm. when I organized the very first one at CRC, of which only three people, four people came out, which was fine. You know, it's very dedicated, but that was like the first one. And that was the first step out that the fans had done kind of officially, you know, besides some of the um, more public things that the Republic have been involved with and, in, you know, improving amenities in the community, the, these, these fan-based ones where we were just independent, you know, it was based on just hearing the players, you know, kind of feeling a little sad that they couldn't mm. feel us or hear us. And, they knew we were there, but it, they just needed more. And so thinking about that, it's like, you know, 
it wasn't a screw COVID. We can do this safely. Like you said, Luis, you know, we can, we can do something like this and we can remain safe amongst ourselves and, and still show up. And that's where that came from is just, you know, reading Roro's lament and following up on it. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's really good to, to see that. And and that's just what makes us a really amazing uh, fan base is that we, we also uh, think about the players just as much as they think about us as well. So that, that was really nice. So my number two um, for establishing the indomitable hands program, uh, as we all know, uh, the Republic at the beginning of uh, this whole pandemic, they decided to do this really amazing act of uh, donating proceeds from this really cool looking limited edition scarf over to uh, Rayleigh's to be able to provide the ready to eat meal bags to seniors who were in need during this time. And uh, not only that, but after they, you know, uh, got all those funds, they went out, they delivered the food. It was the players, the staff, front office, just everyone really involved in that effort. It was really amazing. When I found out they were doing that, I think I pre-ordered my scarf that first day right away. Um, and it's a really nice looking scarf. But beyond that, I think the meaning behind it is the reason why it's actually my favorite scarf and no other scarf, even the first one we uh, get to see in MLS is is going to top that because that that had a lot of meaning to it. And I know for the other podcast, we actually even purchased one to uh, give away to a lucky fan. And uh, it, it felt good to to do that because, it, again, it was a really good thing for the team to do. And even if it wouldn't have been a scarf, even if it would have just been like, hey, donate and we're going to do this, I would have still donated too because I thought it was really cool that the fan, I mean, the well, some fans actually also volunteered too, but uh, that the whole team uh, actually decided to, to actually uh, participate and also delivering the meals, not just uh, donating money towards it. So that, that was a really good uh, thing. My uh, number three goes to the team for all the giveaways they provided this season. So we saw some giveaways like score predictions, which I was fortunate to get one right. Uh, the trivia and watch parties. I was really close to getting one. Uh, Sharon, I don't know if you remember that part, but <laughs> there was one where I was really close. Uh, I second guessed myself and uh, I, I just typed that a second late and I lost it, but <laughs> uh, all good. Um, yeah. And then also got the playoff. You, got time. you something anyhow. We got you something anyhow that one time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That which actually the, the playoff pack. That actually was the next one. Uh, and shout out to you Sharon for uh, saving me a pack because uh, I know the team did it um, really early they uh, delivered their packages uh, pretty early and uh, I'm not from Sacramento as you all know and so uh, you know it would have been a drive for me to go out there and sadly I couldn't make the drive in the morning but I was there in the evening (laughs) and so yeah really really appreciate that you know she saved me that pack and uh, you know all these things you know were, were really good and that the team actually thought about doing this and actually give away things for free during this time is, is something else because, uh, you know, I'm sure that their numbers maybe weren't looking as good and they probably went through a lot of uh, economic losses and, and whatnot. And so it, it was really good. Um, my number four goes to the players, the coaching staff, front office, really everyone really in the team 
for you know always making sure that they put safety first with the players with uh, uh the media people anyone who actually uh, went there unfortunately like i i just couldn't get convinced to actually be able to go as much as i really wanted to to go cover games there um but the fact that they watched out over them too they watched out for the players uh, the refs the uh, opposition uh i thought you know that's that's really good that they're looking out for them they're making sure everyone's safe uh and and whatnot and and also really for remembering the fans even while we weren't there you know that they, they still always remembered us one way or another they they knew you know that we were a, a big part of them and, and that you know it was really hard to not have us there and and overall really for having a good season despite the circumstance i mean it it was good you know we 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 only lost twice and reno never beat us during the whole year and <laughs> Those two things are always uh, uh, really good uh, feats to have. And, you know, R- Reno went away and whatnot, and they still couldn't beat us in the last year. So it's it's a good feeling to <laughs> be able to, to say that too and, and whatnot. So all those things are great. Um, number five, for those watch parties, as we mentioned before, that the team did, that allowed us to talk to other fans. Uh, I got to uh, meet some of our listeners of the other podcast and maybe some that transferred over to this podcast as well. And, uh, you know, the, being able to talk to them about that or even mentioning the podcast was was really good. And quite surprised when, you know, I, I heard people talking about the podcast and I wasn't even saying anything or even asking me questions during that watch party. And I was like, oh, hey, nice to meet you. Like, I, I don't know who you are, but hey, like, really appreciate that you know you you listen to our podcast and all that and those are priceless moments when you find out that someone you actually hadn't met before is is a listener and it makes you feel good it makes you feel like what you're doing is is really good and also for being shown on tv in those watch parties like we mentioned before that was really good and it always made me look forward to that um number six uh for you know, giving our, our previous podcast that opportunity to really be recognized as part of the media, even though at the time we only had like a month old, and yet you know they they still allowed us to be there to be able to cover the team, even though again you know we we were a really uh, brand new podcast, uh, and and also for all the times that they've let us interview players, and one time we interviewed the coach as well, like though those are really great moments for us to be able to uh, share with you all these interviews and for us also to get to know the players, the coach, like what's going on with the team, what are the plans for the future? Uh, all those things are great. And as a fan, as a, as a big time fan, and I'm sure y'all here could probably agree. Uh, it's, it's something else to be able to, to interview anyone who's a part of the team because you admire these players, you really support this team and, to be able to have that opportunity to do this is is something else and and really a unique opportunity for us. So uh, yeah, all those moments have been great and and also uh, uh, another big thank you there for the future when uh, they'll allow us to interview future players and possibly have the coach back on. Um, you know, we we really appreciate all that to to the team. Um, number seven. Uh, for giving our academy players that opportunity to play, especially in Hayden's case, actually to be in the starting 11, you know, that this really shows our local soccer players that, you know, they too can achieve that dream of making it pro. And 
I think back to, you know, when I was their age, when I was maybe in high school too, and, you know, before then, had I seen all that, I think that would have been such an inspiration to me to know that I can make it there. Like, there are no barriers to me making it there. And uh, even in uh, Hayden's case, uh, it doesn't matter whether you live in Sacramento or you live as far as Sherlock, Merced, you can keep going beyond you know, you could still make it there. They're not just looking at where you're from uh, and what not to make decisions on who gets to stay and who gets to not ultimately make it to the final team. And so I think it's really inspiring. And especially as we start MLS, it's only going to continue to grow. And, you know, I'm I'm really excited for all the talent that we have in the Central Valley to be able to be reflected uh, with the Republic and and to really showcase all the talent. I, I really think that the Republic could be a different team uh, from all the other teams in that perspective uh, as far as academies go. So number eight, um, for joining in the efforts to donate school supplies and the, the back-to-school uh, drive that was organized at Cal Expo, I thought that was really great. I mean, the, again, the team is looking out for everyone and including the fans, including the younger fans who they know that they're struggling too. And and I can only imagine, you know, just going back to uh, my uh, school age years that, you know, I, it would have been something else to do distance learning, to uh, not have your professor there, right? And all that. And so I think it was really good that they did this. They, you know, provided these supplies and, it's really good anytime they really do these things for the community. So uh, that, that was a, a really good thing. My number nine uh, for partnering with the boards of change and, you know, featuring some of those items that we all saw behind our uh, goal net. That was really cool. They auctioned some of those items out. Uh, it was, it was something else to, to be able to see all that there and, and for them to utilize all that. Uh, seating space where normally, you know, you get the general admission, the end seats, the Tower Bridge Battalion section, uh, and they made sure that, you know, that we actually had uh, something back there and especially something as meaningful as this organization, Boards for Change and all the different things that that they represent. I thought that was a really cool thing. There was a lot of really uh, amazing artwork there too. And I guess also going along the lines with that side of the net, uh, the the boards that they had where, you know, the opposition, if they hit it, if they hit the board, if they missed, you know, they had a really bad shot, then $500 would be donated to a particular charity. And uh, I believe it happened once. I don't know if it happened more than once, but the fact that they thought outside the box and they were like, what could we do uh, that is really creative, that fans are going to look for, that they're going to be celebrating the miss even more. And the fact that they thought of that was a really creative idea whoever thought of that good job i thought that was a really cool thing uh i, I know every time a, a player had a bad miss i i would always look and be like did they hit the target or did they not <laughs> and so that that was a really good thing for them to have um my number 10 is actually for the players for reading to kids live on on instagram and i don't know if it, they also did it on facebook or twitter um i never got the chance to actually uh, like look at them live because you know of course it happened during the morning hours and i wasn't able to to uh, get on the live at that time but i watched the parts of some of them back and they were really amazing i think it's really cool again it's another uh, really good idea that they 
uh, came up with knowing that a lot of kids at that time, uh, I mean, some kids were still in school, other kids maybe were already in uh, the summer vacation. And the fact that they had that so that they'd be able to kind of listen on to the players, read books to them is it, it was just a really cool idea. And we we all know the Republic has been big with community service and for them to think outside the box and be like, well, you know, we, of course we have to be socially distanced. How can we still do community service? Well, this was a really good way. And uh, of course, everyone is on social media these days. And so uh, I'm sure a lot of people really uh, enjoyed that. So that, that was a really cool thing. And just to give you guys an extra bonus, because my list was originally 10, but I added one. <laughs> um, my last one here is uh, for creating that, you know, indomitable together team TIFO that the team did on, on the opposite end of the, of the goal nets. Uh, that was really cool. Uh, for those of you who uh, didn't hear that, uh, they actually provided the fans the opportunity to submit a picture and to actually be on it. And they designed it really cool. And uh, I believe they took a picture and you can actually zoom in. You can actually see some of the pictures and all that. And, uh, you know, hundreds of fans probably, you know, sent one because there's, there's a bunch of pictures that made up the uh, TIFO. And I thought that was a really, really amazing thing, right? That made us feel like we were at the stadium without being at the stadium. It's like we were spiritually there, but not really there. And uh, I thought that was a really good creative way to to put that and to always have that behind the goal net. I mean, I'm sure as players were attacking on that side, it, it was an inspiration to them, right? Because they, they were seeing the message. They knew that uh, people's uh, pictures were there uh, or th they were seeing people behind <laughs> in, in the uh, levee as uh, Sharon was once <laughs> there. Uh, and so, you know, double inspiration also having having uh, the fans who were able to make it to the levee as well. And so uh, actually a, a shout out to all of them too, who actually made the, the trip to the levee because that, that was, that was creative. Uh, you know, they found a way to support the team and it, it just goes to show that people really love this team and they'll, they'll go out there, you know, they'll journey out there. And as Sharon knows, uh, it, it can be quite a journey, right. To, <laughs> to you know, make it out there and uh, you know, it's, it's worth it. And the players heard it. There was not that much noise, and so it, it, I think it was it was worth it for y'all to to make it out there. You know, it was funny that you had mentioned that um, the the levy the levy night that I made it out, but apparently the levy patrol had been going out quite frequently. Um, but it was kind of because they had that, you know, they had the ability. Well, there was just a lot of buzz behind the scenes. It's like, you know, we really do need to go see this. You know, somebody needs to go see this game. Um, you know, and so a bunch more of us went out there and joined the the folks at the Levy Patrol. Um, they're very interesting. They have great bicycles to get there. Um, the, you've made me think, Luis, you had such a great list. You And I love everything that, and I agree with you 100% on everything that you said. Uh, I miss, and I'm going to miss Tasty Tuesdays. I loved Tasty Tuesdays to see what the guys would come up with. It was it was Matt, it was Drew and um, Sam, and they were roommates, so it was really easy for them to hang out together and do the do the Tasty Tuesdays together. But um, you'd mentioned something else. You had mentioned the um, the um, oh gosh, the Indomitable Hands. Turns out because my mom was, you know, she's 90 this year and her husband's 92. 
I suggested them as receiving, you know, because they're seniors and they're, you know, we wanted to make sure that they stayed safe and stayed home. They received a package and they received, they, they were ones that received the indomitable hands, um, you know, meals. And it was really sweet. They really did appreciate not having to prep food or cook food and be on their feet and, you know, that kind of stuff. So it, it really was that, that really was super special that, that Rayleigh's got behind that with um, the folks, of course, you know, grocery stores and those sorts of places are making hand over fist dollars right now because we're, we're eating home more often. So it was nice to see them share the spread the wealth a little bit. Yeah. I sort of sensed a a theme there. Your, your list was great, Louise. I'm kind of jealous. Just the, uh, the philanthropy of the, the team They're they're so eager to help out which goes back to that community thing. They um, shout out to the, the PR and the promotions team. They're so on top of things They they really found a way. Cause when this, when this COVID thing hit, I thought we were in trouble for sure. I was like, I don't know how this team's going to survive without the, the revenue coming in from uh, the gates. And they, they found a way. And not only that, they, they put out, money of their own like all these all these things that they're putting together the promotions and uh, support costs money and i've got to imagine they're they're not bringing it in hand over fist so it's 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 a beautiful thing to see when they when they go about doing these different organizations and causes and things of that nature i i really appreciate it uh it very well could have gone the other way and we could have been the next reno fc where it's just They've got to shut down at least temporarily, if not uh, definitely. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm thankful for the outside of the box thinking by the Republic's PR and pr- promo promotions and just the front office in general. They really found a way to keep the fans engaged and interacting, and overall made made the season uh, a season that I'm proud of. The the, the boys the the front office staff, the backs, back office staff, all that. They, they, they really made an impressive uh, season out of something that could have been really sour. Yeah. And, and you know, like they, they, anytime they do these things and, and whatnot, uh, it, it makes you really happy when you go to a team store. And, and even though, you know, it's understandable, of course, like things might be priced a little bit higher and you might see something, you might be like, Oh yeah, that is a little bit more. But when they and I see them do these things, I'm like, I feel good about going to a team store and being like, you know what, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to buy more merchandise and whatnot. And, they, you know, they've done more and more things as the seasons have gone by. And I've bought more and <laughs> I've bought different things from the team store. And, uh, you know, they just recently released the uh, mystery box as we talked about it in the other podcast, Michael. And. That same night, I went uh, over and I decided to buy the premium one that, you know, comes with a, a authentic game-worn jersey. And, you know, it was $125. You know, it did kind of add up. But, you know, it's one of those things that I'm like, well, if I saved up a little bit money, like, I'm willing to give it to them because I know that they do these things. They, you know, they end up, you know, uh, paying out of pocket to uh, really donate to a lot of these causes. And so you know where your money is going to. And, you know, I, I really enjoy when I see, you know, not just the club, but in general, when you see a business do those things, you almost don't mind to go to that place and be like, you know what, you know, I'll, I'll buy from you, you know, like 
uh, often too, because I know that the things that you guys are doing are making an impact on the community. And my money is really being able to uh, be distributed out to those causes because ultimately, you know, it's the money that's coming out of their pocket that <laughs> is uh, going to these things. And so it's, it's really amazing. And I got to say, even with the scarf, it was actually reasonably priced. I mean, they could have easily said like, you know, we'll price it for like $40 and whatnot, but they ended up pricing it at, I believe it was like $30, $35, one of those two. Um, and it was really reasonable, I got to say. And, uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to next season and, and more things that they'll be doing. And I know us as a podcast, once COVID is gone, you know, we're going to try and also do more things for the community, uh, be more involved and do more community service as well. And, and you know, it's one of those things that makes you feel good uh, when you do those things. And, and so, I, you know, I'm really looking forward to us going back to normal and for us to be able to go out there and uh, help out uh, the community as well. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, something that's always fun to do. It makes you feel good to help others. So before we uh, close out today too, I wanted to remind you all uh, to follow us on social media. If you haven't followed us yet, uh, you can find us on Facebook. If you search for a state of the Republic podcast, uh, we also invite you to join our group, which is called Sacramento soccer fans. Uh, talk about yeah. soccer to everyone in the community. Um, also on Twitter and Instagram, you can find us at State Republic 12. So please give us a follow, give us a like, uh, comment on things that we post. Uh, we sometimes post questions uh, and whatnot. And, you know, we, we really appreciate when uh, you all uh, comment as well. Um, as far as podcast goes, please subscribe to our podcast so you're able to get uh, alerted the next time we post another podcast. And also, if you can, leave us a review if you're able to leave reviews in your favorite platform. That really helps us out a lot, and it, it really helps us uh, grow uh, this new uh, podcast as well. So with that being said, uh, if you guys have something last to say uh, before we close this out, uh, I'll hand it over to you, uh, Michael. Um, yeah, but just... Uh... Be safe out there, make smart decisions, uh, happy Thanksgiving, and be well. Awesome. What about you, podcast mom? What's, what's... <laughs> um, And echoing happy Thanksgiving to everybody. I'm sure we can, you know, we can all take a deep breath, even if we're not going to be with friends or family. And even if we are, take a deep breath. We've got a lot to be thankful for. Um and just keep on keeping on, you know, together we will get through all of this and we will see each other in person again. And I swear to you, when we are safe and if we, even if we still have to wear face masks, let's hug. We need to, you know, come together as our human beings and just, you know, super hug on each other because it's been way too long for some of us, you know. So let's just uh, keep on keeping on. Thanks, Louise. Thanks, Michael. Yeah, that, that, thank you for, for joining us Of course, us today. thank you. Appreciate <laughs> it. Um, on that note, I, I do have to say, you know, if, you know, when things get back to normal, hopefully, you know, we're all able to go to the stadium. The moment that we are all allowed to go to the stadium, please, let's pack the stadium. Let's, let's pack all the games that we're able to go to and really show that, like, we were really missing Sacramento and really give them all of our support. 
by also attending games. If you want to buy food, buy food, buy beer, anything really in, in the stadium. And, you know, let's really uh, show them that support because as we all know, they probably had a lot of losses during the season. And if we all go out and just, even if you just pay your ticket, you know, that's really helping them out a lot if, if we manage to do a, a sellout season too. And so uh, really looking forward to that. I know it's it's going to be a party the next time that we're able to, to go to the stadium. And I'm sure the team has some special surprises for us in store once people are allowed to go back. And, you know, it, it's going to be something amazing. But echoing what you two said too, you know, happy Thanksgiving to everyone. If uh, you are going to be celebrating it alone or just with one or two people there at your house, uh, you know, you can make the most out of it. But, you know, if you want to watch old Republic games, if you want to watch old soccer games, play some FIFA, you know, like, Go for it, you know, that may make a, a day out of it. Um, if you're actually gonna go with family, make sure you mask up. Uh if if you want a sacramental mask, you know, they actually have the sacramental mask there in the store. They actually look uh, pretty cool. Um, but you know, make sure that you stay safe and that you make sure that you know you of course socially distant as much as, as you can so we can get through this and we can just uh, go back all to be able to watch what we all love watching which is live soccer <laughs> and so uh fingers crossed things are looking good things are looking like uh, you know next year we are going to be able to attend a game at some point and so let's let's all do our part and make sure that that day happens uh earlier in the year rather than later so we're not freezing cold <laughs> at the end of the year next year watching the game uh, so with that being said uh, once again happy thanksgiving to everyone Thank you for listening to us today and we will see you next time. Have a great day.